So the biggest mistake that direct sellers today are making is that they feel like they have to be an extrovert, an outgoing extrovert to be successful in direct sales. So we're going to dive into that a little bit more, but I want to just tell you that is just not the case. So make sure that you tune in so we can give you some more of the juicy stuff so you'll know why that does not have to be the case for you to be successful. Welcome to the biggest network marketing mistakes podcast, where we share the jaw-dropping stories and lessons behind the top 1% network marketers' massive team-building mistakes so you don't make them. Prepare to be blown away as we peel back the layers and expose the untold secrets and hacks deployed by the industry's finest. This podcast is designed specifically for faith-based network marketing leaders who refuse to sacrifice precious family time in pursuit of success. Ditch the burnout and embrace a life of freedom. I'm your host, Megan Miles, network marketing pro with over a decade of experience in the field here to serve you. Let's get started. So good. I love that. Oh my gosh. You guys, I'm here with the Miss Inga Faye. Like, this girl is a powerhouse. She's a boss babe. She's like, should be on the commercials for Miss Boss Babe 101. She's in the top 5% of her company. She's earned not one, not two, not three, but four diamond rings. By the way, I will be expecting mine in the mail for Christmas. So, all right, now four diamond rings. She's earned two cars. And as she and her friend says, she's living the dream. I am so honored to have her here on our podcast today and our YouTube channel. She is somebody who literally just, when I think of her, I think of like excellence. Everything that she does, her automations are so fine-tuned, her surveys, everything she does is like with excellence. And she attracts people who want to build excellence. Because Thank you. About. So yeah, you're welcome. I'm really excited to be here with you. We're going to dive into some, like, some of the top skill sets that people need. And I love that you just opened it up with like, you know, you would think th that is so true. I never even thought about that because I'm such a social butterfly. <laughs> so, I do get that a lot. They're like, well, I don't think I can do this or I joined and now I don't think I can succeed because I'm not you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me more about that. So I was that person that said that to my upline and I always felt like I had to be that outgoing extrovert. And at some points in my business, I did that because I felt like that's what I needed to do to be successful, but it never resonated with me. I always felt crummy after I did it. And I was wondering if there's any way that I could possibly do something different. So I got off the struggle bus and was just like, Hey, I am going to crack this code for my fellow introverts. And even for those that don't really want to say they're an introvert, but they'll be committed to say, well, I do have those introverted tendencies. So for all of you ladies out there that are like that, I am your girl. I'm your cheerleader. And I want you to know that you can do this. I'm pretty sure that you're probably passionate about that thing, that product, that service that you sell. You just think it's the bomb.com. But what you really struggle with, with is that cold outreach. And at the end of the day, you know, you're outgoing when you kind of know the person, you, you know, you, it's kind of a warm audience and you've kind of built some 
know, like, and trust kind of things with the particular person that, you know, okay, well, this person is cool. I can let myself out my shell today. They're okay. I know that's what I was thinking. So I'm pretty sure that's what you guys would be thinking too. So if that is you, say you want to feel real, say you want to build strong, authentic relationships with people that would enjoy the product of service that you have and then actually convert them into sales or even recruits. Does that sound like you, girlfriend? Then I got the perfect solution for you. And that and that solution would be surveys. Surveys allow you to be yourself because what it does is it's like your, I'll say your digital admin that it goes out there and it says, hmm, is she my person? Maybe she's not my person, but if I ask her these questions, I'm going to find out if she is. And then you may be thinking, well, could I do this in person? No, girlfriend, we already discussed that you're an introvert with or a person with introverted tendencies. You know, people normally raise their hand when I say it that way. You're not going to go down 50 million questions asking this person about themselves to kind of figure out if they're your person. Because first and foremost, it's going to make you feel weird. You're like, okay, so am I a news reporter now? I'm out here trying to get the 411 on Susie Q and she's looking at me like I got three heads. You're not going to do it. But if you have a survey that will do it for you, your digital admin, your digital friend, and then when you get it back and you look and you say, hmm, Susie Q may be my person. We need to talk to her further. Then you can really talk to her. And it's not that well, I don't know if I should say something to her or should I give her that compliment? I know we were always taught that. Go up and give somebody a sincere compliment and just start talking. And I'm just like, <laughs> how does an introvert do that? They don't know what to talk about. <laughs> but again, the purse, right? It's like shoes are the purse. Shoes are the purse, right. Or a cute kid. Yeah, that was the thing too. Shoes, purse, or cute kid. It's funny because I have a friend and this is so good. Thank you. I have a friend who... um was top leader in my organization and she's one of my you know closest friends and she's very green like analytical you know if mm-hmm. you guys know the colors you know blue green yellow red very analytical um type person she's friendly but she has to like make this checklist of how to make friends almost so like on her notes when we first started like 11 years ago it was go to starbucks line step one step two look at the person's shoes or purse do you like them question mark if so give genuine compliment step five very methodical like literally so so funny and so it's just it's funny because um like to me i'm like Oh my gosh. Like, you know, I mean, she broke it down. I guess like I probably couldn't have done that, but for me, it's very natural. Right. So when I think about, wow, but then there's also so many gifts that like introverts have that like I struggle each and every day um, to (laughs) try to get better at like calming down, focusing, you know, (laughs) like thinking before speaking, you know, like, um, so that's awesome. So, so yeah, these, what I love too, is we talked about this the other day is so you're big on surveys and I'm excited because at the end, I think you have like a free survey guide for us, which I'm really excited because one of the biggest things, like, especially from caught podcasts, people are always like, well, that's cool. I love that. I learned that, but now how do I actually do? Yeah. So knowing step by step, and this is great because I think I made like a four minute video, like five years ago for our community. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm, I'm sure nobody actually used it because I talk way too fast. I don't break it down step by step. And I know yours is going to be awesome. So I'm excited. 
Um, But, but within the survey, we were talking a little bit too, is like, it's pre-qualifying them. Yeah, totally. Tell me a little bit more about how we're like using surveys and opt-ins even and landing pages, like how we use them to pre-qualify our leads. Well, the thing about that, I, I, hold on, let me stop real quick, because guess what? We're supposed to go talk to everybody, right? Like even. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was going to bring that up. See, I'm (laughs) sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So. I'm in the skincare and beauty business, right? So yeah, they told us that anybody that had skin was our customer. That's what they told us. Okay, so okay, for those of you that have been told that, I just want to say this. Not, okay, not. Everybody is not your customer. Lies. Everybody does not have, everybody that has skin or, you know, that has abs or whatever they want to tell you is not your customer. And that's why it's so important to pre-qualify. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Okay, so- When I started this survey game, I was kind of using what some people before me had used, okay, that were extroverts, okay? And typically the questions that they would ask were centered around our product benefits, okay? So we're basically asking them what we want to hear, essentially. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I did a survey centered around lip color. And some of the questions that I asked, well, do you want hydration? Do you want long wear? Okay, y'all, who's not going to say, yeah, they want long wear, hydrate? I mean, you're just going to tell us what we want to hear, right? But what I realized that after I tweaked and and tormented over this survey, and I realized, okay, I don't need to ask them what I want to hear. I want to know what their issue is. And if I I don't ask them what their issue is, then they're not going to tell me. If I set it up in a way that I just tell, just say, oh, I'm going to write down all the benefits that my lipstick has, and I want you to rank them, how is that getting down to the bottom of what they really need, right? Yeah. So that's what that's what I really realized, that I need to make sure that the survey is centered around their woes, their struggles, their desired outcomes. What do they want out of it, right? So that's that that was like my biggest key learning. And then just really making it to the point that based on their answers, literally what they tell me is going to identify, oh, that's my person. Mm, yeah. So, and there's an art to that, that if, when you get the guide, cause I don't want to tell you the goods, when you get the guide, it's going to tell you exactly how to do that. Okay. Because typically when we go and talk to somebody, we're basically going to ask those questions that we want to hear typically. We're not going to ask, we're not going to get down to the nitty gritty of what they really desire, or what they really need. Because in our eyes, our product is the bomb.com or our service is the bomb.com. So why wouldn't somebody need it? Because we've already been told that everybody wants what we have, right? So that's why it's very important just to kind of ask those key questions. I love that. So that's so great for like, especially the product size too. I'm just curious, like first for people to get a little bit more, and I know you're going to go over in the guide, but like, um, actually, no, I'm just going to save it, but they can check out the guide. They'll get it in the guide. I already know it. So I'm not even, I don't even pry, but, um, I love that how you use it for products too, because like we use surveys, um, applic- we call them applications, right? We have an application based model, um, And we have applications that come in and we use very like questions that again, you know, we even ask like, are you ready to invest in yourself? Like if if you find the right fit, again, not saying like we need your money right now, but if we have a solution for you and we present it and it's a good fit, 
are you ready to, to invest in yourself? That's that's very important information because if they're not willing to invest in your uh, themselves, that's a red flag. They're not yeah. your person. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so why even go down the road of wasting your time and 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 I've always felt that when with the everybody everybody comment that I felt like I had to convince people mm. that what I sell is great. There's no convincing y'all. You want to find out the people who are going to say, yes, I want what you have. I love it. Please help me. Yeah. How, when can I buy it? Can I buy it today? Those are the kind of people that you want. You don't want somebody that you have to convince that, that your, your product is awesome. Then you have to convince them to buy it. Then you're going to have to convince them to use it. And then, I mean, it's all of this convincing. And it doesn't need to be that hard when you have people out here already saying, I love what you have. How can I buy it from you? How quickly can I get it? You yeah. don't have to do all of that for sure. I love that. Cause guess what? That saves time. You know? Oh yeah. And energy. Yeah. 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 And I, I was, you know, I was just talking to this mom at the gym yesterday and she's in a health and wellness company. And, um, you know, I just asked her, I was like, Hey, could I ask you a question? you know, around your business real quick, I'm doing some market research. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a marketer, I'm always asking people like, what are they struggling with? Cause that just right. gives, like exactly how to market. What, how exactly I- what and- they're thinking, what they're saying. Exactly. So she mm-hmm. said, um, yeah, Brandon, I was just talking about Brandon, Kaylin Poland, Kaylin Poland was saying she actually used surveys in her business big time. Every time she was like, what should we sell next? She would send a survey to get like information and ask them what they're struggling with. And she used yep. that exact copy to write the sales pages, everything. And so everything. We- exactly. Yeah. Yep. We asked her this and she said, um, it was kind of like the conversations, having people not ready to become like a health coach. That's what they call mm-hmm. it. In her business. And I asked her a little bit about like, well, how much time are you spending with that with them? She's having like three conversations with people and they get to the point basically where they're like, well, I can't join right now. I don't have the money. And right. it's like, it's not, they don't I mean, we know this. It's not that they don't have the money. It's the fear. Right. Yep. But when we, you know, ask it from the beginning, mm-hmm. we pre-frame them. So they know this is a sales conversation with service and we will be asking for money, right. To help you. And so when we ask it in the beginning, like I just showed her, I was like, Hey, before you start anything, ask them these two questions. Like, what are you struggling with? Like, what are you, what struggle, what pain do you need solved? And then two, if what we ha- do is a fit, are you ready to invest a minimum of a hundred, even if it's a hundred dollars, like right. $50, whatever to solve your solution. If it's a good fit. Right. If they say no, like, awesome. Here's a video. I love you. Here's my booking calendar. <laughs> me. Like seriously. People yeah. Are, oh my gosh. But what I was like, no, because there's people that are like, yes, I'm ready. And I'd rather have five quality conversations throughout yep. the week than 20 who are going to drive me bonkers yep. and have me on the time doing all this time and be that stressed out network marketer. Like, ah, no, I say yes. no. it's like, yep. oh, I'll get five out of five, maybe only four out of five with a fifth person joining in 30 days. Right. Anyway, sorry. That's my rant. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm with you. I mean, I totally agree with that. And the thing about it is I can think about a time that I had sent out a survey and the woman that I was talking to, she had told me her woe. So I already knew what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, she didn't want to get on the phone with me. And I just thinking, okay, this is great. You must not really want to do this. I said, like, okay, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to see, I'm just going to feel her out. Just see. So we're talking text back and forth. 
about what's going on with her. And I notice that she's not answering my questions. She's like going around the questions. So I'm thinking, okay. Well, I finally got to the point and said, look, this is not a good fit. I can just tell you're not answering my questions. I want to help you, but I can't help you if you don't tell me what's going on. Hmm. So do you know she writes me back? She said, oh, well, my skin is good. And I'm thinking, okay, but you know, in the survey, you told me it wasn't right. So I don't know why you're trying to fib on me right now, but you already told me it was Jack from the beginning because that's how we got here. And now you're going to tell me that it's great because for whatever reason, you don't want to show share the truth with me. I just thought that was really interesting that she would totally yeah. flip the script when you already told me what was up from the beginning. So yeah, I just, yeah, oh, it's, yeah it's, it's great in that sense where you can, you can call them, you can call people out. I mean, I can't help you unless you tell me. Mm-hmm. And then when somebody flips the script like that, you already know. Okay, see? Yeah, and you just, you just go person. to cut your losses and move on. It's just a exactly. part of business exactly. and not try to, like, pull them along. Because, like, exactly. I don't, exactly. don't want to pull. Like, I want to uplift and motivate. I don't want to pull. Yeah, I don't want to pull or convince. That's yeah. what convincing we, is, is pulling. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, it's funny, though. We, we have people, you know, who will come in and, um, you know, like, I want to make seven figures, you know, <laughs> and it's like, they don't have $297 to invest in. And I don't want to say they don't have, because I understand people's situations. They're not willing to, to invest in invest themselves because in I know yep. they can find it. I know they have it in a savings. Yeah. And I'm not saying I need it today, but, and it's not about me, right? Like I'm so flexible with people. I'm like, look, the payment part, like, isn't even the problem. Like we can figure that out. Like, can right. we help you first? And yep. then we can find a way to help you like with payment plans. Right. Yep. But they'll just boot around the, the financial question. Um, but then they put like, they want to make $20,000. Yep. <laughs> you know? So anyways, you're always going to get a couple of those, you know? Oh, you are. And just roll with it. That's the thing about it. Yeah. It's the Pareto principle for sure that you're going to get 20% of your team to generate 80% of the revenue in your business for sure. I mean, it's just, it's just math and, and know that going in that that's how it's going to be. And it's okay. Just love them where they are. I mean, that's what I've, 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 I'm a firm believer. You just love them where they are. They want to do arts and crafts and make pretty stuff then have them work on your, you know, the stuff for your, your team group. Yeah. That you have on Facebook. We just actually uh, put in a, uh, you just reminded me, we put in a, um, remind me, I want to ask you real quick afterwards about like what automations and what's your process after you get the survey. So we just loaded a new member, we're loading a new members area for consultants. And in there, we created a survey that's like they do on like step two. Okay. Where we ask like, what's your shirt size? What's your favorite perfume? Um, what's, uh, and then we also ask, cause if they win stuff, like, and then what's your shipping address of choice right. like, we ask and stuff. So if they win, we want to surprise them, right. If they're right. like killing it. Right. And so anyways, we also put in there a couple questions, like what motivates you most cash incentives, mm-hmm. Amazon cars, you know, um, why did you join? Right. To right. There, you know, and I know not everybody has like a ton of people joining, you know, they, but still implement the system. But then we ask if you, you know, lose track from your why, how do you want us to hold you accountable? And they're yeah, like, yeah, that's a good question. Don't, don't wow. That's me. a good one. Yeah. Like, don't bug me at all. B, you know, shoot me a message reminding me of my why or C, like, 
you know, there's, I forget what the options are, but anyways, we put those in there because, and I already had to go and I had a best friend who joined and she filled out the survey and, um, I'm typically like not in there doing this stuff, right. Cause it goes to their upline. It goes to their enroller. Mm-hmm. But, um, I had to go and message my best friend and say, Hey girl, I love you. But like you put on your survey that you want to make 10,000 a month. And I've messaged you three times to help you get set up. Wow. Um, on here, it says that you wanted me to remind you of your goal and hold you accountable. Oh. my best help you right now to find 30 minutes for us to connect and she was like oh snap you're right thank you because I had messaged her four times wow about specific company stuff like hey get on this call or when can you know and she literally kept ignoring everything like my best friend right it's so funny it happens to all of us oh it does I'm in the it business does. and then it's like stuff changes oh anyway, yeah so yeah well see that, that lets you know the power of the survey for mm-hmm. sure yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So and so then yeah. just 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 some food for thought. Yeah. Instead of giving them the options, mm-hmm. like you were telling them a a you know Ooh, just like say how would you like to leave it yeah, open? Yeah, just say it. Yeah. I I think I think that would be more powerful because like like I was giving like I was telling you in that 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 lip color survey thing, when you do that, it's like you get answers that you never would have thought of. And then you get it, like you were saying, your friend uses surveys to use for her landing pages and all of that. She does, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's probably asking some kind of open-ended question mm-hmm. that really where she can hear what the, the way they would say it. So then the person reading her, her landing page or her <laughs> tripwire or whatever it is, they're yeah. like, oh my gosh, they were in my head. It's because she got them... She's the, she's using the survey to get how they would say it more so than you telling them how you want them to say yeah. it. So okay. it's kind of similar to what I was just telling you about the the benefits yeah. that you tell them. Oh, I want the hydration. I want the wear. I want to hide my wrinkles. You know that kind of thing. This so is good. I'm excited after this. I'm gonna go to like our application and our our onboarding survey and kind of look and even like tweak and fine tune. So that's good. I love it. Yep. Um, definitely going to change that though. Cause you're right. You're, I'm giving them like four options. Yeah. You're giving they're them like, the answers well, you course, want them to hear. Of course they're going to say, I want this business. Please send me a text to hold me. I give you permission you right. know, versus letting them truly say what's on their brain. Yep. Um, so that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about, tell us about the process, you know, like what automations you have set up, what's the process? Like you call them, do you have them schedule? just your, your sales process from receiving the application? So typically, yeah, if I receive, yeah, when I get the survey based on their answers, I will send them my calendar for them to set up a, a fitting call is mm-hmm. what I call it. And um, just basically just get more information about what's going on with them to really determine if it's something that my product would actually help them solve, or if it's not, that I, then I could then refer them to something else that I had. So I think that's why it's really key to make sure that you're you're collaborating or having power partners with other folks, because you may encounter someone that has a struggle that maybe your product or your service doesn't solve, but mm-hmm. you got Susie Q over here that you know 
she kind of does something similar to you and they have different products than the products you have and you could refer her to Suzy Q. Now, granted, you may yeah. be thinking, well, I won't get the business, but that person is going to love you to death because you are yeah. part of the buy-in process of her finding the person that had her ultimate solution. Now, does that mean she won't buy something from you in the future? She probably would because she'll be like, well, you gave me the suit of what uh, Sally Sue and her yeah. service did better than me. And I really appreciate that. But I still want to support you and your business because you were the yeah. one that led me there. So that's why it's really important to make sure that you're building those collaborations and power partners with folks that have different services than you, that may have the same clientele as you do, but have something different that you provide. They, I mean, they have the same target market, but they provide a different service or product. So exactly. you guys can kind of share um, the, yeah. the customers together. So that's just a little food for thought. That's why relationships are really powerful to build. Um, yeah. And then after that, based on that, it would be it would be either I would do some kind of product um, appointment where we would talk further about what they needed, maybe send some samples out. It just depends on what their need is, how it would go from there. Um, sure. But I think and I haven't said this yet, and I know you are a firm believer in this, Megan, but we need to make sure that when you are out and about doing your thing, I don't mention my company name until after mm -hmm. that bidding call. Mm -hmm. That that is when I mention it because if they're not interested in buying something from me, why do they need to know what I sell? Exactly. Right. So I want to get to know them, and I've had people say, "Well, what do you sell? Well, are you in the market for X Y Z? Well, no. Okay, so it really doesn't matter than what I sell, other than you just try to be nosy to try to figure out what I sell. Yeah. So yeah, what do you think about that? Um, yeah, so good. I, first off, I love how you called it power partner. That's so good. Um, Rob Sperry says collaboration is the new um, com competition, right? Oh, I like that. Collaborating. Yeah. And I love even like, yeah, I'm going to send you my introvert people and you can send me your <laughs> extrovert people because I'm over here like teaching people, okay, get on screen, do a webinar, dance on a video, <laughs> you know, like, you like, you know, <laughs> and you can teach people how to like do the surveys behind the scenes. Exactly. I like exactly. doing behind the scenes stuff, but I'm like, uh, I'd rather make 20 Instagram reels than like sit there and make an application. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, even but you can, yeah. But the thing about it, there's a way that you can do it in groups. You don't have to do just one-on-one -on -one interactions. I mean, that's the power of surveys too. I mean, oh, you can yeah, do that's it good too. Yeah. You don't have to just do it one-on-one. -on -one. You can just, you yeah. can do it in a group setting and it, it'll work. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, I love how you say like collaboration, you know, and like, I think even, you know, Russell Brunson, you know, for those of you who don't know, so we met Inga and I met in our um, the two comma club co mastermind coaching. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is I was, okay, quick, quick story. I've been hearing about this Russell Brunson dude for like, two years, three years, my friend was like, this is the way to build network marketing, like the internet marketing model, sales funnels, blah, blah, blah. So I broke, no, I didn't break my leg, but um, I I messed up my sciatica. And I was oh, in, wow. And I had watched so much Netflix. I was like, all right, I need to watch something good. I was bedridden for a week. Found one of Russell Brunson's emails. And because I had been on his list, never watched anything, watched one of his videos. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's good. <laughs> Saw that he had an event in Florida with Tony Robbins, and oh, you went about, um, Tony Ro or him Russell. I was like, I'm going for Tony Robbins. So within a week, I went to Funnel Hacking Live. Wow! I was um, in the back of the room. I didn't even hear Russell's pitch 
for the two comma club. And y'all, this is like a 25 to $30,000 program, like for the year. And I was in the back of the room talking to this guy though, that low key in my head, he was telling me how much they were making in the year doing e-com. And I, all I kept thinking was, oh gosh, okay. I got to do this. If this guy can do it, like, okay. And then all of a sudden I look up and there's like a site and I'm like, I don't even know how much this costs. I went over to the table, got these, I I have to do this. Like I have to go to the root and find out how to do this stuff, you know? So I didn't even hear the whole presentation. But anyways, just funny story. So that's how we met in that program. Um, So here we are today. Um, But he talked about, let me loop this back. He talked a lot about too, like find people, like you said, that have a similar target audience and collaborate and share audiences, grow together. Because you can double your audience finding someone who has a similar audience side. And also to do your due diligence on those people. Like the reason I love to partner with Inga Faye is because she's awesome, but she's like somebody who does not half butt it. Like I know this woman, like if she has something for our community, it's done well, it's done precisely, yep. like almost to perfection. And she's just a good person, lover. So um, so yeah, that's my, those are my, the respond thoughts to the collaboration. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm all about that. I mean, and that's one of the reasons why I love it because you're able to do that. Because one of the things that we learned in that class is that you can either, you can build your business one or two ways. You can build it with time or you can build it with money. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to choose. So the time side is more of the organic side, the kind of collaboration side, you know, going to people's different podcasts, doing summits. Um, meeting with webinars, all that kind of thing. And then you have the the paid side where you're doing ads. Yeah. And, you know, different strokes for different folks. You just got to kind of choose your path, which way yeah. you want to go. But know that it either you're going to pay in time or you're going to exactly. pay in money. But you're going to pay regardless. This is not a free ride. Just want to put that yeah. out there. So. <laughs> Good. Yes, I love that. I got to add that in. Our web, our zero burnout blueprint webinar um, that we have is literally like half of it is all about that drive how do you drive traffic and yep. it's one of two ways and i love that you just it ain't free so, <laughs> but if you can master how to drive traffic i mean the rest will come together oh like, yeah for sure it will uh, but whichever way you decide and the thing i don't think there's a wrong and a right way i think it's a you just have to decide which way works best for you yeah so yeah uh, we're we're loving um i'm personally loving the advertising side but i love social media i think just right now because now I've learned the advertising, it's become kind of fun because so much is automated and I don't have to create content, Um, but I still do organic content because I love it. And I love this and I love, you know, I need human connections. Yes. Yes, Um, yes. But anyways, okay. So speaking of human connection, um, obviously you're a master relationship builder. So what are some of the biggest mistakes you're seeing in people building those relationships and like what's working for you to drive traffic through organic relationships? Okay, so first question, what do I think is not working? Mm-hmm. I think the first thing that is not working is for you to send a salesy DM to someone you don't um, know. I yeah. think that is just um, the biggest turnoff that you can do. Because right now, I think especially since COVID, I think everybody has gotten into the online DM thing to grow their business. And I don't know how many messages I get daily from appointment setters, VAs, um, coaches that think I need a coach. I mean, it's just yeah. crazy how many people send me stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I'm thinking, you don't even know anything about me. How do you, you just saw something in my profile. You're in the ClickFunnels group, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. 
yeah, they just saw something in my profile and said, oh, she's my ideal person. But you yeah. haven't you haven't gotten to know me or what I'm struggling with or learn how you could possibly help me. So I think the best thing to do to really build that connection is just to get on a call and just get to know the person. Hey, how you doing? How your mama doing kind of thing. And then based on that, decide maybe if there's a collaboration fit, maybe what you guys could do next together. Again, we're not talking about a sale yet. And I think so many people are so caught up. Oh, I got to make a sale today. But if you're doing these kind of conversations on a regular basis, I promise you, girlfriend, the sales are going to come. OK, mm -hmm. but you got to you got to do it strategically. So just like I was telling you about those collaboration partners, if you really have the power partner that's looking out for you, just like you're looking out for them, you may not have the referral right now. But say a week ago, say a week goes by and she calls you. Oh, girl, Susie Q told me she's looking for X, Y, Z. And I just immediately thought of you. Give her a call. That's where the sales going to come from. And because it's a warmer market and they have already said, yeah, I want what you have. It's going to be so easy. It's going to be so fun, you guys. And then on top of that, that person is going to so decide to refer you out as well. So it just becomes this massive snowball of referrals that are coming around you. And then when you start doing podcasts and things like this and people like you and they know you and they trust you, you're going to get even more stuff just from the organic traffic of just being who you are first yeah. before your XYZ consultant. Because they think you're cool, okay? And they're like, hell, whatever you're selling, I want it because I like you. <laughs> so, Be a human first, a yeah. marketer second. Yes, for sure. For sure. That. That's awesome. So so that's kind of some of the mistakes and, and a little bit of like what's working for you. Um, let's see, like what else? What else do you have to share with us that, you know? Well, we I, so I have the survey thing. And really the survey is kind of like my DIY type of um, offering to really help people just kind of get the, to get the thing started. So then if you're looking for more training and mentorship on how to really build this business through relationships, because I know it's a little different from what we are normally taught in direct sales. A lot of the time we're, we're, it's like, it's a numbers game. I know I've heard that so many times in my business. It's a numbers game. Yeah. It's a numbers game, but it's a human game too. We want to make sure that we're doing human to human business and not uh, what do you often hear B to C business to client? No, it's human to human. So you still got to keep that in mind. And if you really want to know how to do that and kind of really grow your business to the next level through relationships, then my next offering with the relationship accelerator would be the next thing for you. It comes in a group coaching um offering as well as a one-on-one -on -one, so you can decide which one you want to do but it's really going to help you build that human to human business really use your innate gifts not have to be that outgoing out extrovert that we talked about initially but really do things that really truly feel good to you and make you feel good inside and keep the people first that's awesome i love it so yep. cool well yeah if you're an introvert definitely hit up Inga Faye. Um, and if you're needing a survey, definitely. Where can we um, find that? I know we'll drop it in the show notes, but do you have a... a yeah, it's, it's going to be at my website. It's ingafay.com. So that's I-N-G-A-F as in Frank, A-Y.com. 
You go there, it has the uh, survey, you have access to the survey, you can get the survey guide there, and you can also register to do a uh, fitting call with me if you want to see about the Relationship Accelerated to see if that's something that would be a good fit for you and your business. I love for sure. That. So cool. Awesome. Well, yeah, definitely, you guys, like I said, especially introverts, because you're not going to learn step by step. Well, actually, I do have one thing called five steps to recruiting, which is step-by-step how to build a relationship. Okay. I've been waiting for it to drop for like two years. Like, I don't even know. I did this book collab and I'm like, dude, where's our book? (laughs) I'm like, can I pull this? I can self-publish this. Anyways, aside from that, you're not really going to learn because I don't really know how to build relationships, how to teach it because I just do it organically. Like, right. I don't know. I've always been a, like a connector. And like I was saying, my friend had to break down the step-by-step at the Starbucks, you know, <laughs> like, I'm like, whoa, that's too much. Like, no, you just talk to people. No, you know, I've never done that, but I can definitely relate to how she was right. doing it. Cause that I could feel, I could do something like that. Yeah, I could. So Yeah. You have a lot of value to help people in that way. Cause I, I, yeah, I'm like, Dude, I I'm just not, do it. Like, like I'm like, sorry, you should quit. Like, this business is important. But, but no, I love to like Michelle Cunningham. You know, mm-hmm. she talks a lot about that too. Um, she, you know, built her whole business being an introvert, and yep. um, there is a way. And sometimes, I like I said, I feel like introverts almost do better because they're a little bit more focused. <laughs> and so, um, sometimes being too friendly keeps me is like a disadvantage. Um, but that's where automations come in and systems. Yep. Because, you just got to rock your gifts, yep. whatever they are. You just got to rock with the exactly. given. So yep. I love it. Cool. Well, hey, Inga, it has been so much fun to have you on. Thank you so much, you guys. Be sure to go to www.ingafay.com. We'll drop it in the show notes as well to grab your survey guide because this is where so many things change. Literally, if you're not doing a survey, and I'm sure she talks about the different ways you can use it for products, services, opportunities, use it as an application even. Yep. When we qualify. Yes, exactly. When we started to do this in our business, everything changed. We went from having 20 conversations a week, 100 million. I mean, one month, I think I did 108. 83 ATM conversations, you know, and wow. messenger, right. um, we sponsored a, a lot of people, but I think like 18 people in three weeks out of, out of that. Okay. But, so that's like 10%. And, yes. But anyways, um, you know, to now having two to three, you know, sales conversations through application model that a hundred percent of them practically convert. Wow. That mm-hmm. is awesome. So sometimes we have to do a second call with them, but usually, but anyway, so, you know, definitely helps pre-qualify. So I'm so glad. Thanks for bringing us this awesome guide and um, yeah, I'm excited. So hope everyone has a great day and thanks for tuning in. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Hey, I hope you got massive value from today's podcast. If you did, please leave us a review of what you loved. I read every single comment and review. And hey, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you get notified when we drop new interviews so you can stay up to date on all the ninja hacks to building a seven-figure network marketing business. Hey, by the way, I have a free gift for you. It's a free training made just for you to help you scale your business. You can grab it below in the comments and the show notes. But in exchange, could you do me just one favor? 
share this episode with someone that you think could get the same value of it that you out of it that you did and help me spread the word to help more network marketers make less mistakes. See you on the next episode of the biggest network marketing mistakes podcast.